So James Bond, he must got some serious shit to do in this movie because I've, you know, he he figured he got a lot of time to do a whole bunch of other things, but he ain't got no time to die, no time to die. So this, and it's funny because this is supposedly this is going to be Daniel Craig's last outing as James Bond, and. I'm just going to go ahead and say, y'all, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of I'm actually not a fan at all of Daniel Craig as James Bond. I'm going to be completely honest. But one of the reasons I wanted to do an episode is because I realized I have not given Daniel Craig a fair chance at James Bond because I've never I've never fully sat through any of the movies with the exception of Casino Royale, which I barely made it through. And it took me multiple tries to even make it through that movie in full. And then when it was over, I kind of was like, eh, OK, but with this trailer, No Time to Die, um, which is like I said, it's supposed to be the last outing with Daniel Craig, the finale for at least his version of James Bond. I'm pretty sure they're going to make a shit ton more movies, but. This last outing, I feel like I owe it to this generation's James Bond to give him a, a fair shot and judge it for myself based off of the other three movies that I didn't see, you know. But first of all, let me let there has been what tw- this will be the 25th James Bond movie, if I'm not mistaken. That's 25 Fast and Furious franchise. Eat your heart out, man. And I, I love that franchise, but I like it really dawns on me. Like, I guess every time they drop a James Bond movie, how many they've actually made, because this shit has been going on since I want to say the, the the late 60s, early 70s, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. Ian Fleming's James Bond has been around for a long time to say the least and it's been a whole bunch of versions of them it's been you know we've had the serious takes we've had the the sillier takes um this daniel craig version is definitely a lot more serious it's a lot more rugged gritty probably one of the more physical uh james bonds we've seen on screen but uh, to say the least it's been 25 movies man like that's a that is a milestone i'm pretty sure that's the most entries in an action series ever like ever in the history of action franchises. And I, I mean, I guess it's well-deserved. James Bond is such a, he's such a beloved character to people. I mean, honestly, I was, I was late to the party with James Bond. I knew who he was. I was aware of him when I was a kid, but I was never into the movies. Um, and they've, they've had seven different actors playing. We've had Sean Connery, David Niven, um george lazenby roger moore timothy dalton pierce brosnan and daniel craig i guess is lucky number seven until they you know until they do some new casting which i'm pretty sure after this movie comes out i'm pretty sure they'll wait a couple years to cast a new james bond they'll let everybody get familiar who hasn't been familiar with daniel craig they'll let them get they'll let them get familiar and you know they'll let that series of four movies you know run its course for you know i guess for that era until they do a new uh james bond casting but honestly for me i'll be real you know um i i was aware that sean connery was james bond and i know he was the suave guy he's still the it guy very much the it guy sean connery that's one of his most notable roles but um i i was only somewhat familiar with his rendition of james bond and roger moore's timothy dalton's i i understand that was kind of short-lived 
I don't know if it was received well, but um, Roger Moore and Sean Connery, it, it's, it's, it's kind of with the movies that I went back and saw a while ago, a couple years back. Um, it's hard to say which of those two I would prefer. I know Sean Connery has more of, um, you know, he's got more charisma than Roger Moore for me. That's just something about Sean Connery. Like he's just smooth with the ladies, even with that, you know, he talks like this and shit, like everything has an SH on it. But Roger Moore, actually, I would say Roger Moore has the James Bond movies that are way more fun. I know they're silly, um, you know, given the content, I, I'm pretty, I think Moonraker was one of those movies Roger Moore was in. I can't remember people, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know Roger Moore's are said to be the, the sillier movies. But honestly, for me, I'm going to keep it a beam with y'all. Like I said, I wasn't a big James, I wasn't a big James Bond fan. I knew who he was. I did not get into fully invested into the character of James Bond and these movies until GoldenEye came out. And when I say that, make no mistake, people, I mean, I had a Nintendo 64 gaming system and I had GoldenEye. I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was Bond 007 GoldenEye. It was my... It was my generation's version of Call of Duty, basically. And that game has such an impact on me and the way that they gave you a lay of the land. And this is before I even saw the movie, like the, the stages that they had. I'm like, oh, this is based off of a movie. This is a Bond movie. Cool. So I went back and watched it and it was directed by Martin Campbell. I think the director is. And Goldeneye, and I'm. this is not my bias talking. It, it really isn't. But Pierce Brosnan is my he is my James Bond and GoldenEye is my favorite, favorite James Bond movie. Hands down the way, uh, first of all, the, what the cast, first of all, is, is such a good cast. And then you got, uh, Jean Grey. I can never pronounce her name. Famke Janssen who plays Jean Grey in the X-Men movie. She plays, you know, she plays Zenya on the top in that movie. You got Sean Bean playing, uh, Alec Trevelyan, Pierce Brosnan playing James Bond. I can't pronounce the girl's name who plays um, Natalia and the guy's name who plays um, General Amarov. Um, um, I can't. Jesus Christ, man. These names in these Bond movies. Please, people, please forgive me for this. But safe to say, GoldenEye, the game made me go back and watch the movie. And I'm like, OK, this is I can get into this. This is my this is more of my steez as far as action goes. And um, the movie definitely was action packed. Like it didn't let up. You know, you had moments where James Bond had to do his thing. He had to be charismatic or he had to be a spy. And but the movie really doesn't let up. I mean, it, it, it keeps you glued throughout the entire thing and is really well put together. So, like I said, Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond. Now, he has had in his run. He's had four movies. He has had his doozies, man. He has had his flops. Um, Tomorrow Never Dies is probably the most forgettable out of the four movies I've seen from Pierce Brosnan. I know, uh, I don't know if it was Michelle Yao. I'm not sure, but he had an Asian co-star. It was a woman. The villain's forgettable. The plot's forgettable. I, I, I barely remember anything about that movie um, other than the, the sexual attraction between James Bond and his female co-star. I, I, I don't, you know, it's, it's it just wasn't a good James Bond movie for me. It used to come on TV all the time, whether it be cable basic cable it's just it just didn't do anything for me the world is not enough i actually liked and they brought back the guy i cannot remember his name but he was actually in golden eye it was a bar scene they were in like a lounge or a parlor or something they bring his character back 
Um, there's, you know, there's the subplot of the girls, you know, she's trying to find out what happened to her father. Denise Richards is in it. There's a villain who is, um, you know, he's been shot in the head. I don't know if he died or what happened, but he's like immune to any type of pain. So he can inflict different type of pain on James Bond. It was like the nuclear uh james bond it was some type of nuclear weapons uh plot in that movie but it was it was pretty good and it actually made me go out and rent the game the world is not enough a thousand more times then i remember going to the movies to see the last james bond movie die another day now people can say what they want about die another day man but um lee lee tamarai i think is the director's name of that movie he's also the guy that did um he directed triple uh, x state of the union with ice cube it's kind of it's kind of an underrated movie i don't care what anybody says but die another day people y'all can say what y'all want about that movie but there is i think there's way more good than it is bad in that movie and for it to be the last outing with james bond i, I like that they kind of went for broke you know they gave him an invisible car you know they had him they had him on the ice with um with that invisible car flipping upside down and shit they had him now the parasailing on glaciers that was a bit too much for me that was too wild and the cg was just it was fucking terrible but you know you had holly berry in there of all people holly berry is still very much popping right now but back then to have holly berry as uh you know as the girl in the james bond movie and we didn't know if she was a villain or not come to find out she was a uh, I think she was nsa and she you know they were on the same side technically and um uh, Die Another Day, which I I just I liked it, man. I still watch it now. Is it, it was um it was a lot of fun to watch. There is there are some bad parts in it, but I like it for the most part as a as a final outing for James Bond. Plus Pierce Brosnan, man, he was um he was way more spunky than than the than the Bonds that I go back and watch. He 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 had way more uh you know it was a lot more chemistry. It was a lot more um. It was a lot more savvy with with his James Bond, if that makes any sense. Like he was way more uh, interesting to watch on screen. And that's not to take away from Connery or Lazenby or, or Roger Moore, or any of the other James Bonds. I'm pretty sure for the time they they were uh, they were popping. But as far as like a generational thing, Pierce Brosnan is is definitely way more, you know, uh, watchable on screen than than the other ones. And after that, um, some years after Die Another Day, enter Daniel Craig. And I was never a, a fan of his acting per se. He's not terrible, but I was just confused because, you know, for one, my, my guy, Pierce Brosnan, is not playing Bond anymore. It's like a bittersweet moment. I know there has to be a passing of the torch every every several movies, but I didn't understand why Daniel Craig was cast. And I'm like, all right, whatever, man. And, you know, I kind of ran with it. Casino Royale, like I said, it took me several, several, several attempts. And it's like that movie, the opening of that movie was great. You know, there's a chase scene where uh, Bond is chasing this guy through through the through the lay of the land, and he's like a damn spider monkey. And this guy, I can't remember his name. This actor does a whole bunch of action movies, and he's he really is like a spider monkey. He's jumping all over shit. He's flipping all over things. Like his agility on screen is amazing. He was actually in a movie called The Tournament with Ving Rhames, and um, can't remember the actress's name i won't waste too much time on it but the opening of casino royale was dope and then it's like it kind of just took a back seat 
for the remainder of the movie uh there's little spurts here and there but you know there's a scene where james bond is literally i don't know if they had the realistic clock running in real life but you literally see this man play a game of cards and it's probably the, the one of the most boring scenes i've ever seen in a james bond movie and i didn't even understand why i was there and funny enough the director of casino royale is Martin Campbell who directed GoldenEye. So this is one of the reasons why I always want to go back to it and give it a fair shot because I'm like, damn, the dude that directed my favorite James Bond movie, which was the first outing for a new James Bond, who is my favorite, directed the first outing for this new James Bond. So I try to get I try my best to give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, but the crazy thing is I haven't seen the ones after that. I haven't seen Quantum of Solace. I haven't seen Skyfall. I haven't seen Spectre. I know they have a fair share of good, damn good casting in there. Um, Christoph Waltz is in that, is in one of those movies. Javier Bardem is in one of those movies. Naomi Harris plays Money Penny. Uh, Jeffrey Wright plays Felix. The the casting in these movies is great, but I've just never brought myself to like be interested in investing in this james bond but you know i don't hear i hear mixed things about it but it's more good than it is bad um i, I i've heard things about skyfall with that being um pretty pretty good out of the out of the four movies we've gotten so honestly i really with this trailer that they dropped for um no time to die and it's coming out april 10th 2020 and it's directed by carrie fukunaga now if anybody i hope i'm saying his last name right y'all know i fuck these names up time after time again but if anybody is not familiar with carrie fukunaga this is the guy who was he was um actually the first director attached to direct it chapter one but I think there were things in his script that the studio and the producers, um, you know, they bumped heads about. So instead of him, you know, gracefully bowing out of that um, that argument, he just bowed out of the entire project and he dropped out of the project. And I thought it was um, I thought it was pretty weird that he was that invested in the project. And then when one of his ideas, I don't know if it was one or several, but I know they definitely had creative differences with this director. And um, there were things that I guess he had in his script that they, they didn't want to put in the movie, which I'm pretty sure they had their reasons for, because there's things in the book that they couldn't even that they should not have. They could have, but they shouldn't have for, you know, I'd hate to conform to the PC generation. But it's like as far as movies go, I understand that things are offensive to certain people and uh, certain content is sensitive to certain people who may have experienced it. But there's a lot of shit. And that it um, in that novel that you probably couldn't put on screen today, you know, you'll have fans outside with picket signs and torches and pitchforks ready to come for your head and shit. And they'll have a whole guillotine outside. But um, that's neither here nor there. He, he uh, bowed out of that project, but he actually is the director of No Time to Die. And I, I think that's pretty I think that's pretty interesting, especially given the trailer, because the trailer does look good. And um, it's crazy. There's a lot of writers on this uh, No Time to Die. You got Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, Scott Burns, Carrie Fukunaga is also writing it. And you got Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I'm not sure who those... Neil Purvis sounds sounds familiar. 
and so does Robert Wade, but I'm not I'm not um sure what their what other projects they were attached to prior to this James Bond movie. Now, um as far as the trailer goes, I feel like they're gonna tie up a lot of loose ends. So I I definitely need to catch up on the three Bond movies. I'm actually, I'll watch all four of them again. Like people, basically the reason why I'm doing this episode is because given this trailer and that this is going to be the last outing for Daniel Craig, the last Bond movie in this, in this particular saga, I think it's time to binge these movies. Um, and I, I kind of feel like it'll be worth it, especially if I want to see no time to die. I, I feel like the payoff will be even sweeter. Because you have returning characters. You've got uh, Christoph Waltz coming back, who I'm pretty sure he was a villain in one of those movies. You got Jeffrey Wright coming back. You got um, Naomi Harris coming back. You've got M. You've got Q. You've got all these characters coming back. But I feel like they might tie something into one of the older James Bond movies because they're kind of just remaking these. Um, you know, Blofeld was in one of the last James Bond movies with Daniel Craig. And I, I didn't know when somebody actually told me that, you know, they, they said they didn't want to spoil it. And I said, all right, well, I'm not really into these movies to the point where, well, at least the Daniel Craig ones, at least to the point where you can spoil anything for me. So they told me a character was actually playing Blofeld. And I was kind of like, I was intrigued by that because Blofeld was played by Donald Pleasance and he actually inspired the character of Dr. Evil for Austin Powers, like the whole look, the whole cat and all of that shit. But, um, yeah, they're basically remaking like old ones. And if they're not remaking it, they're stand, they're breaking new ground, but they're putting little aspects in there to make it like a remake. It's kind of like what they're doing with the, with the Star Trek movies. Um, you know, the first one was basically the, the origins, uh, a bit of the origins. The second one, you know, into darkness, they tried with Benedict Cumberbatch. They tried to say it wasn't Khan, but it basically was a remake of the wrath of Khan. And I feel like, uh, Star Trek, um, Jesus, man, I can't remember what the last one was. Basically they're, they're make, they're remaking these movies, but they're modernizing them and they're trying to bamboozle us into thinking that they're not remakes, but you know, I don't, I don't knock them for that. Cause it's cool to catch people off guard like that, you know? Oh, like this movie was a movie of its own the whole time, but it's still a remake because such and such is in it. And the storyline is still in it from the old one. Like I, I like it. You know, if you can bamboozle me, do it in the right way. Don't do it in the wrong way and make me regret that I'm watching it. Uh, another another thing I saw in the uh, No Time to Die trailer is the action. The action looks good, man. There's a, there's one scene that kind of like kind of like widened my eyes and 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 gave me chills a little bit. Where Bond <laughs> he drives up like a staircase and you know he's just in the air and it looks like he's about to land into a crowd of people. I don't know how that scene's gonna play out. I don't know how how that stuntman is after doing that stunt. I ho- uh, hopefully he's okay because we know that wasn't Daniel Craig at all. But, you know, he's he's got a he's got turret guns or uh, Gatling guns inside of his car. That's classic James Bond shit right there. And like I said, the nostalgia, I feel like they might bring something back from the from the uh, the older movies. So I I feel like this movie is going to come is really going to come full circle. And if this is the last outing, which they say it is, you know, we don't know these days with Hollywood. They got so many tricks up their sleeve and so many schemes. But should this be the last outing with Daniel Craig, I, you know, I feel like they are going to go not necessarily fast and furious balls to the wall action, but they are going to go for broke in some ways. They're going to they're going to make this 
an, uh, an enjoyable experience for all the James Bond fans. Even the people that probably aren't James Bond fans are probably going to get just a good action movie overall. And that's cool. I'm fine with that. Because being as though I'm I'm both a James Bond and an action fan, I'll, I'm cool either way. Now, again, I'm, I always say this like when I talk about action movies. I'm really spoiled, man, because I'm so accustomed to the action in the Fast and Furious franchise that... That's the type of action I want. I want the over-the-top shit. Like, I, I want the driving through the buildings and all this fly shit. But I know I'm not going to get that. I know these movies are definitely way more grounded in reality than those are. So I know the action is going to be more tame than what I'm used to. And that's fine. But given the action in the trailer. And I've even seen some clips. Um, you know, when the movie's on. When the movies are on cable. Uh, of Skyfall and Quantum of Solace and Spectre. When the movies are on cable. I've seen clips. And there are, like some good looking action scenes i just have not invested in them at all but that's why i said hence the reason i'm doing this because i it, it's time it's time man it's time i need to you know i can't be one-sided with with certain movies i realize in certain franchises i realize i can't be one-sided anymore i can't just you know just give up because there's a passing of the torch of somebody i'm not fond of because that per you know daniel craig might actually who knows he might be better than pierce brosnan to me i doubt it but who knows after i watch these four movies in full back to back after i binge them i feel like anything could happen i'm, I'm not saying that you know i'm 100 sure he will be my favorite james bond but i don't know maybe he'll be a close second maybe they'll be neck and neck i i don't know but I just know I'm I'm willing to I'm giving I'm being a lot more open to movies, period, because I'm usually the one preaching to people when, you know, for example, um, I know this is a completely different genre. But, you know, Freddie uh, Robert England has done several Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So when the remake came out, you know, I'm like, OK, you know, the the OG had his run. Let's give somebody else a chance. Let's pass the torch down. And, you know, I'm I'm the one that's always coming at people that are saying, you know, they're hashtagging not my Freddy. It's not Freddy without Robert England. This movie's going to be trash. I'm always the one saying, like, look, things have to evolve and things have to move on. Like the torch has to be passed when a, when a run has been made and it's a good run at that. Then let somebody else take a stab at the character, especially if that's what the studio wants. I understand the fans are really attached to. Um, certain characters when they have time in like when they when they've um, laid the foundation for the characters I get it so you know I understand the people out there who are like me um, that didn't want to move on from Pierce Brosnan because they got attached to him as James Bond whether he had good movies or bad movies he's a pretty enjoyable James Bond on screen and Pierce Brosnan is a great actor but um, I, I understand the people out there that are that are just like me that that couldn't move on in a sense but i'm you know i'm i'm really trying to break new ground as far as cinema in general because i feel like i'll i'll trap myself in a box if i don't give certain things a chance and i've kind of i'm starting to feel like and i'm not saying it's just because it's the well yeah i'm saying it because it's the last movie and i won't get a chance to see another movie with daniel craig so i might as well binge the four movies he has and then see this fifth one and then just, you know, just just, you know, give my thoughts on it. I, I I'm wondering if when I do this binge, will I do, I don't know, maybe commentary or reviews? I, I'm not sure. And another thing, uh, I, this is some weird, weird casting for a villain. It's this guy named Rami Malek. 
um i don't know if this guy's in a show called mr robot i'm i'm not sure i just know the guy that plays the villain he's a scarred up villain he looks really fucking weird and that's without makeup this guy looks like you know if he walked up and asked me for the time, I'm going in my pocket. I'm reaching for my box cutter because I'm not sure if I'm about to get attacked or not, because the dude just looks creepy. He looks like a creep. And I guess that complements the fact that they 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 gave him prosthetic makeup on his face and scarred him up and all of that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm just really I, I'm really interested to see what this bond movie is going to you know plus they have they've shot scenes in jamaica you know I, i'm all for i'm all for culture culture i'm all for um you know diversity there's a girl in here i don't know if she's an agent i don't know if she's a villain it's a black girl i can't remember her name i didn't write it down but there were rumors of her and i'm i'm not in favor of this at all by the way um and this is nothing against her but there were rumors of this female co-star having a bond spinoff or her being the next james bond no 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 um we are in an era where gender swapping is a thing and like i always say as long as it's in context that's fine james bond is not a woman I, i'm no no nope now a spinoff sure sure but i want it to be her i don't want a, i don't want them to just say oh she's james jamie bond or some shit J jenna bond or jameson bond no i don't i don't want that i don't want it now if it's just her and she gets her own series of movies cool you know why because holly berry was supposed to get a jinx spinoff that was her character's name and died another day she was supposed to get a spinoff once pierce brosnan was done but i guess the movie tanked so bad at the box office that shit was out the window and i don't know if that's when she went to do catwoman or not but that wasn't a good idea whether she did it before or after but if it's a movie with the girl, you know, playing her own character, cool, I'm with that. But don't be, don't you know, don't be the new Bond, because those were what the rumors were. Um, but as far as uh, Rami Malek playing a villain, man, I, I, I'm wondering what his backstory will be. Like, is he a is he a character in itself, or is he a character from one of the the, the older movies? Uh, you know, I I don't know. This is another reason why I have to watch. Um. Quantum of Solace and Spectre and Skyfall after I watch Casino Royale because I, I need to I need to piece this story together. I can't go into this uh, No Time to Die Bond movie where I have no idea what's going on. And um, that's just something I can't do. Like, I'm a little bit of a completionist, so I can't just jump into it when I don't know what the story is. I mean, sure, I've done that before. I just watched Thor Ragnarok the other day and I've never seen any of the other two. And I've actually missed out on like five Marvel movies or so, but I went and saw Endgame. So, you know, um, I, I make the mistake of doing that with these franchises sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it depends on what, like, you know, how many, how many sequels I've missed. But one thing I'm not doing is um, I'm not going into this No Time to Die movie without watching the last four, you know, without binging the last four, because I, I feel like that's a fair I feel like that's a fair trade to do, man. But um, safe to say, I'm, I'm going to keep this pretty short. Um, safe to say, man, I, I, I really I'm hoping that I don't. I'm hoping that I like these movies when I binge them. But I'm hoping that I don't get too attached, man, because if this is the last Daniel Craig movie, then I'm going to be pissed if I love these movies. And the last one's amazing. 
I'm gonna be pissed. And I'm gonna end up sending emails to Martin Campbell and to, to the studio and Daniel Craig. Like, listen, man, one more, dog. Just give me one more. Please. I, I don't, you know, that's my fear is getting attached to something that I'm, you know, I'm not gonna see on screen again. But, you know, that's that's what I get for waiting until they're about to drop the last movie to wanna binge them and, you know, serves me right. Serves me right. But, you know, I'm I'm hoping that um I'm hoping this bond, uh, this saga is capped off in the right way because the movie does look good, man. I can't take away from that. I actually was talking a lot of shit about it when um when uh, it was in production. And then I think they showed like some behind the scenes uh, footage, some B-roll footage. And I was like, oh, OK, it looks good. And then they dropped the teaser of the trailer. And I'm like, OK, pretty good. And then the following week, they dropped the full trailer. And I'm like, OK, this movie looks dope. I'm all in. I'm all in. It looks like, uh, you know, from what they try, from what I've seen, what they've done with Daniel Craig, it just looks like classic Daniel Craig, James Bond shit. But, um, you know, ho hopefully they crank it up a notch for, uh, for a good finale. And honestly, uh, as far as like moving forward, uh, with the future of the James Bond characters, you know, there's been, uh, there's been a shit ton of rumors on, on the internet. There's been Chris Hemsworth should play James Bond, Tom Hiddleston should play James Bond, Idris Elba should play James Bond, which I am all in favor of. Now, I know I just said shit has to be in context, but I think I'm long overdue for a black James Bond, and who better to do it than Idris Elba? I actually, you know, when Chris Hemsworth, when they showed a picture of Chris Hemsworth, I'm like, that's not bad either. I wouldn't mind it being between him and Idris Elba, um, but Idris... I would be absolutely fine with that, man. Plus, he's playing. He's getting he's getting way more and more badass as his roles go on, especially after seeing him in Hobbs and Shaw. I feel like Bond, he would definitely like bring some brutality to that role. That's one thing I haven't seen. And maybe um, Daniel Craig does do it in the later movies. I don't know. I won't know until I see it. But that's one thing I haven't seen with Bond is brutality, you know, just uh, just whooping ass to the point where you cringe type of shit and i feel like idris could do that but who knows man i know it's going to be a really long time a fairly long time before we get another bond so i'll just be you know i'll be grateful with what we got so far so with that being said people that's you know one of the reasons why i said it's time to binge the bond movies and i will do and i definitely will i'm going to make sure i i do reviews for these if i can't do commentary because the only dvd i own of uh the daniel craig movies is casino royale but i may do some commentary for that i'll clear up some space and give y'all some commentary for it and i'll probably just do reviews for the next three and then what is this april 10th 2020 when no time to die comes out i'll hopefully have that review for y'all in no time but another episode of tutor reviews and the can people i'm 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 really I, I won't lie i'm really interested now i have to find these movies later on today and i really have to get into these movies and give them a fair shot because i'm really interested to see how i'm going to react you know and i want y'all to, to to hear how how i react to them as well but another episode of tutor reviews and the can people yours truly romero tutor Follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio, Public, wherever they put this on, whatever platform they put that on. And shout out to the Tudor reviewers, man. Listening, y'all been rocking with me. This is what, month number three? 
soon to be month number four after the holiday hits and after Christmas and New Year's and all of that good shit, man. And I'm going to keep this thing rolling, man. Like I told y'all, I really want to hit 100 episodes and then probably do like a Q&A or something like that. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. But as long as y'all keep tuning in and listening, man, I'll keep pumping these out for y'all, man. I do this for y'all, man. I don't do this for me. I, I mean, I watch, I'm going to watch movies regardless, but I do this for y'all because y'all actually... There are people out there actually listening to me talk this shit. But follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow my Facebook movie group, Cinemaniacs, Talk Movies, all that other good shit. Um, I'll catch y'all on the next episode, y'all.